This is story 107, called Special Tactics. She commanded her scouts to seek out the enemy base while she established her own. The opposing general was cunning and formidable. One thing was certain, the war would be decided today. Her scouts crossed river and followed the adjacent canyon wall. The terrain here favored the defensive style she knew her opponent favored. She ordered her scouts up the canyon. She had found her foe. The enemy base was more established than she was expecting. She concluded he must have additional resources funding his army, but from where? She repurposed her scouts to find the hidden second base. All of her alarms blared at once. Her production facilities were under attack from a pair of powerful mechanized warriors. Her front lines were besieged by long-range artillery. If the front fell, her economy would be ruined. If her factories were destroyed, she would be unable to assemble the forces needed to secure victory. She sent three of her own mech fighters to defend her factories. Any more, and the front would surely fold. Shells blasted through the armor-plated turret defending her lines. Another direct hit from the artillery, and it would be destroyed. She deployed her special tactics squad to dispatch the enemy artillery, battering her forces. Her production facilities were on the verge of collapse from the fires started by the enemy. Her fire brigade worked desperately to save the critical infrastructure. By a hair's breadth did she repel the insurgent mechs. Her own fighters were less advanced than the enemy's. She lost three to their two. Her scouts had found the hidden second base. It was lightly defended, but steadily supplied the enemy with valuable raw materials. The special tactics unit had finally infiltrated the enemy artillery position and left high explosive booby traps in their wake. The general saw the explosion all the way from her command center. The two-pronged attack was repelled, and much-needed reinforcements had finally arrived. There was no time to lose. Knowing her foe from previous engagements, this was the time to strike. The counterattack could not wait. Only four of her most elite mech fighters stayed at the home base. They had no chance of defending a full assault, but they could buy the general some time. All of her remaining forces were dispatched to the enemy's second base. It wasn't long before the opposing general heard news of her troop movements. Her timing window was only a few seconds wide. Her forces reached the base and in a symphony of surgical destruction raised the whole of it in the blink of an eye. There was no time to celebrate. The enemy had re-established their slow but powerful artillery outside of the home base. The shelling was spectacular. The enemy general had set up his artillery's defenses so that they were all but untouchable. The general knew her only chance was to ride out the storm at home and push on directly to the opposing base. She commanded her home forces to do all they could to slow the enemy's advance. The enemy main base was her only hope. She had to destroy it faster and more violently than the opposition could do to hers. Her army was halted by the well-placed artillery and a vast array of automated turrets. Success or failure rode on the back of her last remaining special tactics operative. It was a suicide mission, but the operative moved through the turret array under the cover of advanced cloaking technology. The operative reached the computer hub controlling the turret array and blew it up along with himself. Before the enemy could reposition, the general's forces pushed in and slaughtered the enemy's home base and all of its defenders. The enemy general, with his main army fully intact, was forced to surrender. With a cheer of joy, the general took off her headset, stood from her computer, and walked to the podium. She had won the video game tournament.